For just about every endeavor in life, anytime we pursue something worth having, there's going to be some kind of a trade-off. For example, if you want to go out and make a million dollars, you're going to have to work really, really hard. You're going to have to sacrifice a lot of your time to earn that money. If you want to have children, for example, again, the same idea, you're going to have to sacrifice a hell of a lot of time, energy, and your attention over a period of many years to reap the rewards and the benefits of having a family. Some people call this the cost of doing business. And in today's video, I'm going to talk about the cost of doing business and how this concept applies to things like obsessive jealousy and retroactive jealousy. So many years ago, I was sitting in a doctor's office in my native Canada. And the reason I went to this doctor's office was because I was in a motorcycle accident in Thailand. I love motorcycles. I love riding bikes. And my knee was pretty messed up. I wasn't feeling so great. And I wanted a consultation to kind of get some help healing my knee. And in this doctor's office, I was, um, I'm not proud to share this, but I was being a bit kind of self-deprecating and I was being a bit mopey and I was voicing all of my complaints to my doctor about my knee and how I wish this didn't happen and how this is going to impact my summer and all the rest. And I was kind of complaining really. And he looked at me and he said, well, that's kind of the cost of doing business though, isn't it, Zach? And I said, what do you mean the cost of doing business? He said, well, you live this international lifestyle. You like riding motorcycles and going to all kinds of third world countries where the medical care is not always the best. You can't always get the care that you're looking for. You're going to have accidents. Things like this are going to happen. For the cost of your lifestyle and the things that you choose to pursue, your hobbies, interests, your travels, this is kind of the price you have to pay. This is the cost of doing business for your particular lifestyle. This was a really important message for me to hear. And I thought about this afternoon in the doctor's office for many, many years since. Because this idea of the cost of doing business, the trade-off involved to get what we want, this is directly applicable to retroactive jealousy and obsessive jealousy, as I'm about to share. So if you ask most men what do they want in a partner, pretty near the top of the list you know, are going to be things like beauty. I want a woman who's physically attractive. I want a really sexy woman. She should be smart. She should be reasonably well-educated. She should have a sense of humor. I want her to have a laugh with me and have a good time. She should be fun. There's a million and one you know, different things like that. And obviously we're all different, but attractive women share a lot of these qualities, such as beauty, intelligence, and so on. And if you are dating a woman who is beautiful and intelligent, guess what? That comes with a cost. I won't even call it a cost. I'll call it a price, shall we say, that you have to pay. She is going to have other men interested in her. She is going to constantly have other men pursuing her, trying to slide into her DMs, trying to seduce her, regardless of whether these guys know if she's in a relationship or not. Beautiful women have many suitors at any given moment. And thus, if you want to date a beautiful woman, an attractive woman, guess what? This is unavoidable. This is the cost of doing business with a beautiful woman. She's going to have other guys after her, and there's nothing you can do about that. Literally, you can try to mate guard, you can try to prevent her from going out, you can try to do all these things that are completely futile, completely pointless, or you can accept the cost of doing business. You can trust her until she gives you a reason not to trust her. You can relax and simply realize, you know what, I want to date attractive women. Attractive women have multiple suitors, and that's just the price I have to pay because that's really just the cost of doing business. There's no way out of this. Similarly, for retroactive jealousy suffers, particularly men. A lot of men want a girlfriend, wife, etc. 
who is sexually adventurous and who's, you know, really has a high sex drive and who's expressive in bed and who knows what she's doing and she's really curious and open to play and try new things and all these different uh, ideas. Guess what? When you date a woman like that, particularly if she's, I don't know, in her late 20s or 30s, chances are very good that she's going to have had some experiences before she met you. She's going to have a past because that's an aspect of her personality. That's an aspect of who she is. Chances are very good that she will have done some experimentation. She will have tried some things. She would have had some past partners. And again, this is kind of the cost of doing business, at least when you're dating in the 21st century. I often tell guys, you know, you can go to the farthest reaches of the desert or wherever and try to find, you know, some mythical virgin or a girl who's never even looked at another guy. You can try to do all this stuff or you can simply realize that we live in 2021 or for anyone watching this after 2021. And this is the reality of dating nowadays. I didn't say it was good. I didn't say it was a positive thing, you know, but the reality is that most young people, men and women alike, are going to have done some experimentation in their past. And if you wanna date a woman who is sex positive and who's relatively sexually liberated and likes trying new things and she's expressive and all these things, the cost of doing business, the price, shall we say that you might have to pay in a certain sense, is she's gonna have a bit of experience in her past. I didn't say that you should overlook red flags. I didn't say you should overlook deal breakers in her past. That's another conversation for another time. But the point is just to maybe try to warm up to the reality that you can go look for a virgin or you can go look for someone with zero experience, but they might be sexually frigid. They might have a lot of really negative damning beliefs about sex. They might not be able to have orgasms. Like you might run into all kinds of problems if you go looking for someone based on this simple criteria of, I wanna find someone who's never been with anyone. So I would encourage you, the next time you encounter some experience in life or you're dealing with some persistent intrusive thought or you're having some moral quandary or something like that, Think of what the cost of doing business is in this certain scenario. I deal with this multiple times a day in my own life. I've only got so much time this afternoon. This is an example from today, but I wanna get in better shape. So I just got home from the gym. I wanted to have, be relatively energized for these videos. I wanna get my endorphins flowing. And so I went to the gym even though I didn't feel like it. I didn't feel like it, but that's really the cost of doing business for being on video and wanting to look better and just have a healthier lifestyle. The cost of doing business, I really want these videos to sound good. I want the sound to be good in these videos for you. So I turned off the air conditioners. Um, obviously it's really hot in here and I'm sweating and I pause every few moments to wipe my brow, but <laughs> this is kind of the cost of doing business because I wanna make good sound for this video. I live in Bali, Indonesia. I'm the luckiest guy on the planet. I love my life, but guess what? It's really hot indoors. <laughs> and this is the best time of day to record videos. It's really hot. This is the cost of doing business. I'm choosing to live in Bali and also make videos on YouTube, so there's really no escaping it. I could cite many, many, many more examples like this. You kind of get my point. So I would encourage you to start thinking about the cost of doing business in your everyday life. If you're a retroactive jealousy sufferer, try to think about this concept and how it might apply to you and your situation. And I promise you, it's just a recipe for a better life. You have less of a victim mentality. You accept things as they come. You're more mellow just in general during the day. You're more willing to make sacrifices when you realize that pretty much with anything in life, anything worth having, you're gonna to have to pay a certain price in order to get what you want. And there's really no escaping that, and that's okay. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. 
To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.